You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday, football Friday. We'll get us some baseball bets and lightning bets for MLB playoff games today. College football this weekend as well. Pam Maldonado, it's a great weekend. It's a great sports weekend. And, of course, week five of the NFL on Sunday Let's get to more of these games here. Falcons at the Bucks on Sunday. This line has been creeping towards 10. Where are we right now? Are we, are we at the double digits or are we sitting in the nine range? Because we've been on this I saw movement. Get, I saw it get to 10 yesterday. Let me, uh, let's double check to see okay. where we're at on, on Friday morning. Because, yeah, yesterday afternoon I saw it touch 10. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> we're seriously at 10? Um, let me see. We are at. Bet MGM is nine and a half. Yeah, we're 10. I see 10s okay. uh, almost – yeah, but MGM's 9.5. There are a couple 9.5s, but most spots are at 10. Okay, so we're sitting at wow. 10, almost across the board, except that MGM is still 9.5 on the Bucks. Falcons, the Dogs, our Falcons, total 46.5. There's a lot here. Um, we have Kyle Pitts not practicing, and he hasn't been a big part of their offense, but obviously he's he, he could be, right? He he's, has that potential to, to be a big part of the Falcons' offense. We have a Bucks team coming off of back-to-back losses. We have Tom Brady back at practice, but obviously something's going on, right? Whether it's the finger or the shoulder, I don't know what's more banged up, but he's not 100%. He's going to play. Uh, then we have all the stories of witchcraft with Giselle. So there's a lot going on here, Joe, with this game. I like our Falcons. Maybe I'm on, maybe on the wrong side this week, but, man, 10 yeah. points? 10 points? I know. I'm uncomfortable with it. I'll say that. And that's just probably me consuming way too much content that's out there. And everybody's on the other side of us. Everybody. And maybe we end up being right. I'm, I'm still holding strong. I still like the Falcons. But it, is it, isn't it strange to say that I don't, I'm not feeling better as the week goes on, but we got to another key number? Maybe I should be. I right. should feel better about that fact. Um, but people are lining up on the other side. So... The Falcons are the only team in the NFL that is still undefeated against the spread, sitting 4-0. They've never started a season 5-0 ATS. That's not why people are betting on betting uh, on Tampa Bay. They're betting on Tampa Bay because they're, they're thinking this is the Tom Brady blow-up spot, and his weapons on offense are getting healthier. I saw Julio Jones was practicing as well. Uh, he is 10-0 in his career against Atlanta, 10-0. But... He can go to 11-0. It doesn't mean he's going to cover the 10. He, uh, since going down to Tampa Bay, all he, yes, he's beaten the Falcons all four times, obviously, but uh, he's also smashed them. And I think that's something yeah. else people are taking a look at. The Falcons' start to the season, while impressive, outside of that Rams game, it's not the toughest list of competitors out there. A lot of soft teams. And the run game has been awesome. And the offense, they're fourth in the NFL in success rate, third in adjusted line yards. 
The problem is the other side of the ball, like it typically is with Atlanta. I mean, Mariota has been much better than I think anybody expected. And mm-hmm. CPAT, a big part of that. Now you don't have Patterson on the field. He's such a big part of what they do. Is that usage just going to be handed off? Like how and Pitts. Now, is Pitts a thing? Because every week everyone's disappointed in what Kyle Pitts is not doing on the field. When are they going to let him loose? Well, so they've looked good offensively, but Pitts has not been a part of it. So if he does not play, is it a big thing? I'm not I'm not quite sure that it is. It's just he had the hype coming out of college and we expect big things for him. So I think people think it would be a big thing, but the numbers say he's not been doing much at all. Their defense stinks. They are dead last in success rate. They have the second worst rush EPA, cannot stop the run. Well, the Bucs don't run the ball. They're not doing it to, uh, to a successful rate. Last week, I think they rushed the ball six times in the entire game when it just right. got out of control. Um, yeah, adjusted line yards, EPA per play, adjusted sack rate. They're bottom five, bottom six in everything defensively. So people are expecting this to be the blow-up spot. Brady off a couple of losses, bad defense, or they're just going to torch him for 40. I, I think Atlanta can hang around. What, what about this total 46 and a half? Wouldn't surprise me if this one goes over. Atlanta doing their part, scoring a little bit. I know it's a tough matchup with that Tampa Bay defense, but um, I understand why people are making the case on the bounce back. I'm still holding strong for a side. I, I, I'm guessing that when uh, we lay it all out on the table that me and Paul will still like Atlanta, even though we're not getting this number of 10 in that contest. Yeah, now that it's gone from 8 to 10, I like the Atlanta side as well. Um, The Falcons' pass rush, not very good, and we all know that's a a great way to make Brady uncomfortable and take him out of his game. Uh, I want to ask you, Joe O, because I thought the Bucs were a good look in a teaser, but now this is at 10. It's not, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're not getting through the three. So be careful and stay away from that as well. I, I wouldn't do it. Not at this number. Nope. When it was eight and a half earlier in the week, it was a good teaser. Now, no. Yeah. 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 I just think how much of Atlanta offense's game. I think they're game to 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 keep this close, just like they did against the Rams. Like it's it's a good spot for Tampa to win, right? They need it. They're at home. Two straight. I get it. I get that perception. Just like the Rams, right after Week One when they lost the Bills, they had to win that game. But that doesn't mean they're going to cover a number of double digits. Like the Rams didn't cover that number. That They were sweating at the end after the block punt. So I, I think the game could be kind of like that one. How much of this move up do you think has been teaser protection? We there's some of that all the time. Eight and a half. Yeah. But I also think it, there's a lot of buildup here. Because like everything I'm hearing is bucks, bucks, bucks. Yeah. And it's narrative driven. It is health. I mean... Just everything that's come out, hasn't it been advantage Tampa? Whether we're talking about analysts, or noise, with Brady, with injuries, right. everything's Tampa. And I think it's all just just adding up. And they're like, and yeah, I bet there were some people hitting that teaser earlier on in the week. And yeah, getting it out of that teaser zone, at least to the nine, and now pushing it up to 10. I understand. Like This is, this is the top, right? This is peak. We're not going to that's 10 and a half. Got to be. No, I don't, okay. I don't think so. I don't know it's anybody dope. betting Atlanta but us. <laughs> well, well, listen, we're, we're the Falcons, dummies. Joe. We are, <laughs> that's, so. it. that's right. All those sharps out there are dummies. All right, let's get to another game that it's going to be interesting to see where this all lies and where, th- where people come in on this. But 
Speaking of key numbers, at BetMGM right now, we're at New England minus three and a half over the Lions. 45, 45 and a half the total. We've come down. I still don't get it. I know the golf outside thing. We've come down. The Lions, are their games are in the 70s for totals. We are at 46 and a half. Zappy given three and a half to Jared Goff on Sunday. What do we think of this? I mean, the, the couple things that, that stood out to me just looking at this game and kind of the history here. The Cam, Under Campbell, Lions are 2-8-1 and one in one-score games. So if it's a close game, they don't win under Dan Campbell. It's just it's been what they've been close. They've covered, but they, they haven't won it. But the other side, they're 13-6 and six as a dog under Campbell. This is kind of what they do, right? They cover, but they don't win. Is is could we have that moment here? Could this be Patriots by a field goal and you win on the Lions? And it kind of follows those two things. They cover, but don't oh, win under Dan Campbell. Sweaty. Man. Yeah. Aaron, this is your team. Why, why, why don't you why don't you go lay, lay out the case? Do, do you have something on Lions, Pat? Uh well, I mean, the Lions going back to last season, the over has hit six games in a row, but I just don't feel confident on the Patriot side, if I'm looking at the total, you know what I'm saying? Like I haven't seen enough <clears throat> from Bailey Zappi. I know he was great in college, putting up a ton of points, but this is the NFL um, and laying points <clears throat> with Bailey Zappi makes me a little nervous. The injury port is, you know, also something to take a look at. I'm just not really interested in anything here. Total's been coming down throughout the week. I think that's kind of interesting because I know there are a lot of people that are blindly betting Lions overs. They're 4-0 to the over. They score points, and they can't stop anybody. They're a great over team, and they're going to continue that here this week. And you know, 47 is one of the key numbers. 46 is kind of like a secondary key number as well, and it's gone under both of those. So sharp money is coming in on the under in this matchup. We know the public is going to be lined up on the over. Um, it is fair to wonder about Bailey Zappi. And I guess it's going to be him because Mac Jones was kind of practicing yesterday. So they, they called him limited. So that'll yeah. be big. What, what does this line jump to if Mac Jones is in? Are they playing it down the middle a little bit? Once, if it gets confirmed that Bailey Zappi is a starter, is it going to stay three, three and a half? Yeah, I he wonder was practicing what they called it. What I, mean, I saw the one report said noticeable limp, but he was out there. I think he's back yeah. maybe next week. This he feels said he like believes he, he can play. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. That's okay. I, I think this injury is a short one for Max Jones. He he might be a tough player that could just play through things. Because this you said it last week, Joe. These are usually four to six weeks, but he's out there moving around a little bit. Yeah, it moves up if he's not in there. Do you worry about the Goff and Belichick thing? Or was that McVay that, that that Belichick owned and then Goff was just the one on the field getting owned because of it? Oh, I think Goff it's Goff. Goff is 52% <laughs> completion against Belichick in his career. And that, that's, I don't think that includes the Super Bowl, which obviously was a, yeah. was a bad performance too. He's, he's beat him up. No, and that's, that's fair to bring up. A lot of times when we're looking at old Belichick numbers, the context is Brady, right? Oh, yeah, greatest quarterback of all time. Of course, he's going to have a great ATS record. Of course, they don't lose back-to-back -back games. Of course, they have bounce-back spots. Domination. But that these golf numbers don't include that. They have nothing to do with the Tom Brady time. And, and that's Belichick. We know he has his hands all over the defense. I mean, so if it is Zappy, questioning him is certainly fair. And I'm going to do the same when we talk about Cooper Rush later. And we have a larger sample size on Cooper Rush. Mm -hmm. 
This is the worst defense in the NFL, and it's not close. Isn't Belichick just going to run, run, run all day? All day, and it has nothing to do with limiting possessions. It has to do with just dominating the game. Uh, DVOA, Lions defense is 32 out of 32. Rushing DVOA on defense, 32 out of 32. EPA per play, 32. Rushing EPA on defense, 32. They're the worst. They are the worst, <laughs> and now they're going to Foxborough. And I think it's something that they have not played outside yet. I don't expect this to be a top five, top six offense, so that concerns me. Um, we might have to play Damian could, Harris this, and Stevenson overs, the running backs. Again, I played them both last week, and I think we're probably going to have to do the same. If the And if, the, if we think the Patriots are going to control the game, why aren't you laying three? Right? Well, you're right. You're right. If they control it. And then that's why the, the total is so low, because the running game could cook up here. It'll get cooking for the Patriots. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. We'll continue NFL Week 5 Eagles Cardinals next to the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.